Before we jump into this whole thing, we have to do what we always do. We must acknowledge ourselves. We must acknowledge our mornings. You have to qualify your mornings, guys. Get your mirrors. Get your mirrors and look right into the mirror and tell yourself how lovely you are. Look at yourself and adore who you are. You must adore this person because you are stuck with this individual for the rest of your life. You must understand this individual. You must know him. You must love him. You must speak well to him. I love you. You must do this. It's impossible to stare anyone in the face with confidence or integrity until you can first look yourself in the eyes and tell yourself how wonderful you are. All right? Guys, always encourage yourself. It's the best way. It's just my opinion. This is my conjecture on life. Do it. All right. Good morning. Good morning. I'm laughing because um, I do. We have a mirror on the ceiling of the elevator mm -hmm. when I come down and I do it every morning. Every morning. And my son looks. I'm like, do it. Do it. Tell you, you must look at yourself. I mean, yes. this. Once you leave your house, yes. you, you, you're subject to all kind of ideas. I mean, people are going to yes. say things. I mean, they may not like your shirt. They may like your yes. pants. But when you walk out of the house, if mm -hmm. you're not completely confident, if you're not completely you know, rooted in where you stand in your life and how you view yourself, view yourself dude, it's not, I, even my children, I can't, I can't tell my children that I love them right. until I first qualify myself. Like, I have to love me in order to love you. I have to yes. care about myself in order for me to care about you. I am the prerequisite. You know, yes, right. it's just what it is. So 
Absolutely. All right. So, all right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm going to dress you as Miss Taylor because it's more comfortable for me. Good. That's what most <laughs> people like address me. I've, I've been a um, public school teacher for 26 years. Oh, check that out. So that I, I get Miss Taylor, even from some of my students in their 30s, because I started in the high school. Mm-hmm. And um, we hang now, but they, I'm still Miss Taylor. <laughs> how is that? I've always wondered. It's good. How, how was it teaching someone and then them becoming and of then age? And becoming a friend. Yeah. Um, well, it, and I'm still more like a mentor. Mm-hmm. Like, there's still that line. There's still a, um, somewhat of a line mm-hmm. where there's certain things. I don't go to my younger um, friends, former students about. Yeah. Um, but they come to me. So, and there's certain things I'm sure they don't come to me with. Right, right. So, right. there's still somewhat of a line, but you put on some music, music everybody could dance. Everyone, yeah. That's the, music, that's yeah. the, that, and I was, that's what was earlier, we're talking about uh, some people being confused about racism. Mm-hmm. You know, they party, we party together, we do all this stuff, and they think, ah, right, it's all good, he good, everything's good. Nah, that's not what racism is. <laughs> and, you know, um, I like a, a James Baldwin quote where he says, uh, white people is trapped in a history they don't understand, but so are we. And until you understand the history, you really understand your day-to-day, how, you know, yeah. everything. Wet so, my ass off, man. You, what gotta, the hell? you got a napkin or uh, uh, <laughs> some kind of paper towel? Like, I am sweating my ass off, dude. Like, wow. Anyway, um, and I'm not even nervous. It's just freaking hot in here. Get it. It's warm. Yo, Gene, David, Mark, tissue. Nicholas, Harvey. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us this morning. We are talking about racism. Is it real? Is racism real? Um, I, hold on. Give me one second. Let me uh, get this AC turned up <laughs> before we all get cooked in here. And racism become really real. I think my engineer is racist. <laughs> You know, he keeps the he keeps the temperature up so I can burn and fry. <laughs> oh my God! So, guys, 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 listen. Acknowledgements, acknowledgements. I want to definitely acknowledge my YouTube listeners, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. I want I want to acknowledge my Facebook listeners, guys. Again, as always, if you're on Facebook and you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, make sure you get guys get on over there to the YouTube channel and just hit subscribe and then hit that bell so you can be uh, notified whenever I upload a video. Okay. Uh, I want to acknowledge everyone on Spotify that's listening right now. Everyone on iTunes that's listening. I thank, I'm thankful for everyone who's been donating on the Cash App. Thank you guys so much. And most of all, I am so grateful for all of you guys who are rocking out your emblems at your Facebook and Instagram and social media profiles. Man, th- thank you so much. Thank you. So, this is my. This is this should be my preaching. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Now do I have paper on the top of my head? Um. Thank you, you right guys. there. Yeah, T, help me yeah. out. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, I just saw when it tore off. I'm like, okay, that's someplace, and it must be yeah. on my head. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for rocking out with us and using the emblems as your profile pictures and your um, as your social media um, profile in- images. I thank, I'm thankful for those guys. I am thankful. I am going to acknowledge my hometown, Chicago. I'm always, that's always home to me. Chicago, that is my that is my baby. That's my that's my heart. Uh, and all, any and all issues concerning Chicago, I am there, man. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. So we got Davin James coming in already. Oh, you got the, you got these in the morning too. <laughs> what, dude? Seriously, you just found out we have a morning show, dude? Come on, Davin. What the hell, bro? Uh, real as the sky is blue, James says. James says racism is real as the sky is blue. Mm. Yeah, he just said, I just escaped seven KKK members. <laughs> what do you mean if it's real? <laughs> Davin James is a pilot. Mm. So uh, he's definitely flown the friendly skies. He's been in wow. many locations. So I can imagine his um, story when it comes down to this topic. Yes, it's worldwide. Um, yeah. It's yeah. worldwide, and, and there's so many levels to it, even within yeah. Um, there's there's levels of whiteness. There's levels. I mean, yeah. you go to China and they carry umbrellas because they don't want their skin to pale. I mean, to uh, to, to 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 go tan. to tan. You know what I'm and, saying? And, and, and um, Africa, they yeah. bleach in their skin. You know, um, this is so it's it's real and it's about it's it's deeper than even the white supremacy piece. But um, you know, first getting a working understanding of what it is. It's, it's just That's clearly... Actually, I, didn't, I didn't consider that. Consider... The different levels of blackness amongst the black people. Um, yes. Like, uh, blackness, whiteness, Asian... So it's almost I, like any, right now, we don't even have to worry about white on black. 
we have to worry about black on black. Well, I try not to. I don't like saying black on black because well, nobody ter- ever says white on white. You know what I'm saying? No, like what I mean by in the terms in of black any, on black. In any culture, the people who are most likely to kill you is someone of your culture. Right. Period. Right. It, they coined that phrase to us. It was almost like an. Um, it was an acceptance. Like, well, they're killing themselves. Right. But they want to talk about us killing them. We don't. We don't kill ourselves at the rate that other people kill us. Well, that's not even a topic as far as who kills who, because, I mean, if you look at the actual history, when it comes down to who kills who in regards mm-hmm. to race, I mean, that's really no comparison. I mean, of course, if I'm in a black neighborhood, someone offends me to the point where I think they need to be taken out of here, and I'm going to take you, them out of here. You say that, you know? but the but that's not the... But we're not um, starting That's wars. not the perception. No, but see, the perception is we don't want them here because they're going to come and kill us. They're killers. They're, they're, they're well, criminals. They're already killing each and other. And so on. We're and not going to add anything to it. But but the perception is right. we're we're the killers. Right. But the point I was on, the, the angle I was taking is not as, as much as black on black crime. I'm looking mm-hmm. at it in terms of black on black racism. So you're a black woman. Um, well, not racism. Is- we can't be racist because to be ra- racism is connected to power and economics. So until we could be prejudiced mm-hmm. we could be discriminatory okay we, but we can't be racist the 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 word itself implies a certain level of power and economic power okay well so, how about the um let's look at it in terms of treatment right with someone who's black would have lighter skin right opposed to someone who's black with darker skin absolutely there's a there's a certain way the treatment right. is, 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 is addressed. Absolutely. And that's the point I was trying to drive home as far as black on black. Not that's, in the terms of crime. Oh, right, right. I don't use it. I don't coin yeah, that we, term either with black yeah, on black crime. Yeah, that colorism is real. That's, yeah. that's colorism. And um, that goes all the way back. It's, it's, it's the divide and conquer mentality. You know, um, that is something that we divided amongst ourselves. Just like whether you from Guyana right. or Chicago or I'm a right. Brooklyn girl. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, we we did things differently in Brooklyn. And as far as we didn't I didn't see a lot of the light skin, dark skin to the extent until I left Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And people were like, "What are you?" And I'm like, "What?" Like surprisingly, I didn't see diversity until I left Chicago. Because Chicago even today is still mm-hmm. very segregated. Oh, Either that's a black well, town there's a white town, but if a black person, I, I like when I came to New York, I was looking yeah. around like, dude, yes. a black dude with a white woman, like, and that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't yeah. believe it, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Everything in terms of, uh, I, I don't understand what is so special about white that everyone wants to be it. Is it just simply the power? It is the power that's- because if you really look at it, white people emulate black people more so. You can go back to the 1800s. And you see the dresses they wore, the women wore, tried to give themselves a behind. A bigger butt. A butt that was mimicking the African behind. Well, we all know. So, and even now, right, it's okay for Kim Kardashian to fill up her lips and fill up her butt and tan her skin and wear some braids and everything's cool. But we grew up in an era where... If you couldn't even get a job if you if you didn't have Eurocentric style clothes, hair, etc. Um, so and I know my I know being I'm 47 years old and I know that there are doors that were open for me mm-hmm. because I was lighter skinned. Right. I had a I had a white brother say to me, you know, um, he worked for um, he worked for um, a uh, temporary a temp a temp. Uh, company tip agency and yeah. he said yeah and he said uh he was told directly if they're dark black don't even send them out if they're lighter and they they're very well dressed and mm-hmm. they re- then send them out so interesting and so there's also a misconception of who's getting who's getting jobs like they like the the perception is well black people don't want jobs that's why they don't have jobs not not who's hiring or who's not being hired this is all propaganda you know? it, it is and but, but propaganda is is powerful and but you got to recognize but it. for it's someone like, who does who's not studied yes it's like well it's it's like the matrix you you t- once you take the pill you can't turn it back but a lot of people will say, nah, I'm, I'm good. Ignorance is bliss, you know? I took a poll. And this is surprising. Mm-hmm. I took a poll on Facebook and I took one on Instagram. 
And out of 97 people who have participated in the poll on Facebook, 100% of them said racism is real. Mm -hmm. But on Instagram, surprising, I thought I had someone all in similar followers. Mm -hmm. On Instagram, 67% of people said, yes, racism is real, but 33% of them said no. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Now, Donna comes on. This is interesting. She says, blacks are bleaching and whites are tanning. Right. Like, everybody's fucking confused. <laughs> like, well, white, white people aren't. Because, and I'm, and I'm going to say that because if you look, what makes us tan is the melanin. Melanin is actually um, good for you. Mm -hmm. um, it, high, it, it amps up your, your melanin, I mean, your uh, vitamin D levels, your, and, and so on and so on. And if, I'm, look, I'm, I'm from the, you need to Google that. Uh, we don't have enough time to talk about melanin. But figure out why melanin is so sought after. Um Bleaching our skin uh, to appear whiter is is partially um, the misconception. Mm -hmm. It's also a, a, this is Mental Health Month, right? We we don't address the post traumatic <laughs> right. We don't put the post traumatic stress disorder that Black people go to, through just by living in the United States. Yeah. So or living in the world, and so. You know, when you when you're bleaching your skin, that's also an effect of not of, of self hatred that's been put on you or survival. What some people believe is survival. Like, look, if I'm telling you you're not getting that job unless your skin is a certain hue, well, now it's it's about survival. It's not even about what I look. I look, I, I need that job. I'm gonna lighten my skin. Like that's what which I gotta means, do. Which means that the culture. Mm -hmm. Black folks have to stop playing this inferior. In, in, have, you got to get mm -hmm. rid of the inferior complex. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, you know, I'm a strong advocate of business owning. Right. Like as, as a black man who owns a business, do all of those things don't matter. Right. Your skill set, your education, mm -hmm. your intelligence, your integrity. Those mm -hmm. are the things I look at, and also your personality. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, most people are hired based off their personality. Right. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm an engineer, so it's a different level of hiring that we that we um, engage in, but. You know, believe it or not, we really, I mean, if the qualifications are, if the qualifications are there, right. there's your degree. Cool. Right. You made it. You did what you had to do. Yes. Now it's about your personality. Yes. Because I don't, I don't, I don't get, I don't second guess that you can do the work. Right. But I do question your personality. Right. And that's what we have to look into. Blend, um, and your purpose. Because yes. sometimes you're hired under false pretense, you know, like they, they hire, you know, uh, this is a leadership position, but I don't really want you to be a leader mm -hmm. in this position. I want you to, I want to be able to control what you do and what you say right. in that leadership position because we've already got a paradigm in place. Right. And unless you're going to keep the status quo, you I've need been fired to, before because of that. Yeah. <laughs> because I, have a, like I, I worked as a, as a manager, yeah. a project manager, but I had a real estate mentality. Because mm -hmm. I used to, hey, get this done, do this, do that. And I went into engineering with that mm -hmm. same type of mentality. And they really, it didn't really go over well because people don't want to be told do this and do that. Well, right. they just don't want to be spoken to direct. But the reason, I'm um, going back to the True. point I questioned earlier, why is white such a thing to chase after when it's, it's scientifically and historically clear that black is apex? Like, no one can produce me. As a black man, can't no one on this earth produce me but another black person. I can produce every other nationality, but not one of them can produce me. I can stand in the sun for long, long drawn out hours and nothing happens. There's no other race on this planet that can do that. So how are we the inferior? I mean, even historically, who created the pyramids? Well, like even, all that information came out of a black mind. Yeah, but see, even that is being questioned. Like if you saw the the um, it's, and, it's I, infallible, and it's like I go back to the pill, right? Where I say you can't untake it, right? So everywhere I go, I see uh, racism being perpetuated. So I go to a play, Aida. All Egyptians are white. Play. I it's, love that It's play. a beautiful play. I love that play. But everybody's Jeez. white, and I couldn't get yeah, past <laughs> all of the white characters being black. Well, and, 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 and knowing that, and then we go, we get even deeper. If Moses passed for Egyptian, what did he look like? So racism is even when you go into church, racism is permeated throughout our society because of the economic gains. Have you that, seen the Catholic Church? And all their artwork I and grew up, I, I'm a foster kid. I lived Likewise. in a, I lived with, with two nuns mm -hmm. raised me to uh, shout out to the sisters of peace. But <laughs> hey, man. and um and I so I know Catholic very well. I mean it, it's that I don't wanna get into a, a direct uh conversation about uh, uh religion because mm -hmm. I think at the core 
of every religion, dogma aside, it's the same as one God. I'm talking about the representation so, of it. Like when I look oh. into the Catholic Church and I'm like, okay, I look at all this artwork, I look at all these priests, all these prophets, all of these statues, and none of them of, of any ethnic or cultural background. Well, it depends on what form of Catholicism, because there's the um, Ethiopian um, uh, Greek Orthodox, and, and there's they, all what, different. What and well, look like? well, the in Ethiopia, it's their Black African and Desmond. Arch, shout out to Archbishop Desmond Tutu. Mm -hmm. He. Um, is also a representative of the Catholic Church. Has there ever been a black pope? Black. Well, he was. Well, there's been black people up for it. As no, no, a matter no, no, of fact, no, 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 no. Absolutely Has there ever not. been a black pope in absolutely the same not. term that there oh, been no, a black absolutely president? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And, and that's not questionable. Matter of fact, the pope we have right now, of course, it is. Pope right now is the first pope outside of Europe. So that was a big deal because not only outside of Europe, this pope is outside of the class system. Mm -hmm. He grew up very impoverished. Mm -hmm. and he was a gang member. Mm -hmm. Like people don't even, he, he was part of a street gang and he came up through the ranks. Mm -hmm. This is this is a first in itself. So before you know- this, had a love, problem with that? Oh, absolutely, but every it's member- so crazy. But like, what we, do you want religious leaders to, but to see, look like? But you want them to have only, a perfect life? This is so crazy. It's not what they look like too. See most- It's their history though. But what they look like it's a power. Imagery is powerful, but it's also what you speak. You're more likely to speak certain things a certain way mm -hmm. if you're from a certain culture. Clarence Thomas is cool because mm -hmm. Clarence Thomas don't speak that stuff that the average black man would speak in that position. So he's cool. So it's not always about the skin color. It's about what are you saying? Because when you look at um, even that, right, in the Catholic Church, who is the, there was one Catholic president, and that was Kennedy, and he was killed. Mm -hmm. So as soon as he stopped speaking that speak, and nah, you got to go. And that, you know, this is something that I don't necessarily, um, I don't understand why we really tolerate this as a black culture. Like, it's infallible, scientifically, what? historically, that, again, black is apex. All science comes through us. All his, the heliskin cells, the, um, the, everything. the healing. So everything that we're dealing with right now is ultimately plagiarized or, or copied from what we original and originally came up with. But yet, when we try to talk about this history, I mean, right. what, why is that history not readily available? Well, because, first of all, we... We have ascribed to this false uh, separation of the races as well. Mm -hmm. Three races, right? So you say, oh, so somebody from China is the same as somebody from India because they're Asian, right? We've got Asian, white, and black. It's not that simple. Right. And, and so, but that's been done by design as well. So when you, you look at that, and, and people have to understand we, won, we are from one people, but in order to keep the power Who is that paradigm in a black person, I've, I mean. Again, so well, we if, know if, this, this is, if this is true, then what, why are the people bleaching their skin? It's the power paradigm. It's, that is by design. This is what you call psychological warfare. Uh -huh. People think that, that yeah. we're, you know, living in peaceful times and so on and so on. You, we don't, people don't even understand um, the fact that um, enslavement just changed form. It, it, it didn't end. It didn't not. even end in Juneteenth. And when you went not. from you went to the share you went to even now of the, not. the the way um our communities like you said earlier, you know, um Chicago's very segregated. Well, being a teacher in New Jersey, um, I would say New Jersey has entered a period of resegregation. Mm -hmm. You could go into almost any school in New Jersey, mm -hmm. six over six hundred different districts and it's either a white school or a school of black and brown mm -hmm. um but not on the uh on the operational level mm -hmm. on the operational level the superintendents are predominantly white the and and etc cetera, etc cetera. and i'm not saying that a, a white teacher can't reach a black child but when there's disproportionate numbers of leadership mm -hmm. and the kids are looking and kids 
that's why I said again, yes, imagery is also powerful. Mm -hmm. It's is really? it's about is a it's a it's about the message, but it's also imagery. There's a reason we, we erect statues and stuff like that. And they shot off the noses of the Sphinx when they went into Egypt, you know. Um All of these direct attempts to erase black culture. Like you have to look behind that. Well, why to is erase, that? It's to erase. It's not erase. It's rewrite. It's it's to rewrite. rewrite it because in order for someone to remain in power, you have to believe that that is what power is. You have to feel so inferior have, to not question authority. Exactly. The question that I have, in conjunction with the point you just made with the um, with the school system being you know disproportionate. Can white people understand the frequency of racism? Like when a white teacher is teaching, to a, uh, teaching a black child, can they really understand the frequency of racism? They can under, see there's a difference between understanding and having um, empathy and... Can I really empathize with someone who breaks a leg? You can't empathize with anything you haven't experienced. Period. So that's why I ask, can you they really can understand the frequency? But you can't empathize. And, and that's something that people have to really get. And it's funny. I, I have these conversations with my son. Uh, hold that point. Hold, okay. that, hold that thought. So, mm -hmm. Okay. This lady, her name is Angie. <laughs> but you got a really great comment. She said, Angie is woke. Angie is the way we all need to be. So thank you, Donna. Thank, thank you, you, Donna. Thank, thank you. you. Clap it up for Donna, man. Always good way. to have great comments. Let me get some of these comments in because I want to make sure my audience yes. feel like they're engaged. Okay, we have Gene. Gene is coming in and saying, in relation to work or job opportunities and race, is affirmative action good or bad? My feeling is you can introduce all the policy you want, but you can't change people's hearts. Mm -hmm. And when they are full of, excuse me, when they are full of hate. Okay, true. Uh, religion and faith is included in everything. That's Davin James. And then Donna comes and said, Gene, Gene good question. But without affirmative action, blacks were, blacks were doomed for employment regardless mm -hmm. of their qualification. Mm -hmm. It's not reverse racism. And then David James said they have some knowledge they don't understand. This, I guess that's a response to uh, can, they, can they really understand the frequency of racism? My, my, and my, when you say the frequent, like how often it occurs? No, no, not frequency as in how often. Frequency as the, as the, as the tone. The, the, the sound of it. Like when, whenever I come into the... Okay. Right. Let me give you an example. Whenever I come, and, and please hold your point. I don't mean to take away oh, your point. You. When uh, I went to, I did the Napa Valley train, the wine train in, in California, Napa Valley, California. Okay, that's a wine train in Napa Valley where it takes oh, you yes, through all yes, of the vineyards. The wine. So, so I oh, did I, that once. Okay, yeah. And uh, about a year and a half ago. Why? No wine. And I went to, uh, I went to the train station <laughs> where they leave out of, and when I walked in, mm -hmm. of course, I'm the only black guy there. Right, and as I'm walking right. through the doors and then you turn this corner, it just all opens up into like a seating area. Yes. Everyone stopped. Right. And they just looked. Right. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, okay, I didn't expect this. I'm going to say, so the, right. what comes into my head, which one of you motherfuckers got a chip on y'all's shoulders? Which right. one of y'all have a certain perception of black people that you're looking to start something with me? Who's about to call a cop because I'm just walking in normally? This is what it, this is this going into this yes. environment because I'm wondering why did everyone just stop yes. what they were doing and then look at me? Right. And then I said, okay, let me let me run a test. I sat down. Of course, I was sitting alone. Right. And then I looked at everyone else who walked in who were white. Everyone mm -hmm. just minded their own business. Right. And I'm wondering, okay, it's like, do they understand the frequency of racism? Like, do you understand what you stopping and then looking at? Do you understand how I see that as a black man? Right. Do, you know, do you understand the effect of that moment on me? So mm -hmm. do you really understand what you're doing? And mm -hmm. um, I, I mean, I, I well, they, well, they don't also most of the time understand what it's even like to be the only one in the room. When they walk into a room where there's only black people, they're equally uncomfortable. Like, they're uncomfortable visibly unless mm -hmm. they've done it before <laughs> you know what i mean, I mean we, we but, when, but signals, it's rare you know? it's rare uh for a white person to see themselves as the minority in a in a room but then it, it also goes back to what i originally said mm -hmm. um and that is there is an, a, a clear criminalization of black males in the united states there's Even a clear criminalization, clear criminalization i don't understand and that meaning there has been a criminal criminalization, mm -hmm. meaning uh, when black 
uh, equated with a criminal <laughs> is a black man, right. right? They did this thing on with Snoop and Martha, and they were like, which one is the felon? And it was Martha. And people were like, wow, you know, like nobody mm -hmm. would think you got this black male rapper, whatever, and you got this white, you know, da da da. But mm -hmm. she's the felon, mm -hmm. not him. But that's not how we've been indoctrinated to believe. And it starts even, you know, and, it, and I always take everything back to wh where I am in the world and what my sphere of inf influence is, right? Mm -hmm. So as an educator, you know, um, I, I, I like that NJEA finally has taken a look at um, the prison pipeline and how even criminalization of our young boys, and mm -hmm. I raised three young African-American, young, well, they're young men now, mm -hmm. um, through the system and seeing the difference in um, in how they're treated mm -hmm. as a, as to opposed to their counterparts. And NJA has taken a stance to say, you know what, we need to look at why, why are African-American boys suspended at higher rates for the same infractions mm -hmm. like what is happening and and that's that's the criminal but we got to begin that conversation speaking on that there's a video mm -hmm. that i saw by jane elliott mm -hmm. you have to see this guys i want you to see this video by jane elliott. jane elliott i believe is a white a white lady and she's been mm -hmm. um you know I, let me not go into the history because i don't want to waste time we don't have like an hour but yo wolf play that video by jane elliott, by jane elliott yes i love her Make sure the volume's up. Mm-hmm. Is it? We, we may not be able to hear it. See that? That is a very, very, very qu uh, credible question. An extreme, yo, what the hell? <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm like, what's the rest of this video about to turn into? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is a very credible question. If you are aware of how black people are treated here in America and abroad, mm -hmm. and you don't want that for yourself, why are you so comfortable mm -hmm. having that for someone else? Right. You know, understand. But, but they're not aware, and, and part of that is, that's why I love uh, that particular woman, mm -hmm. I said, I love her. I love everybody, but I'm just saying, I love when she speaks because they hear her differently than they will hear me or you. Um, white people have to start having these conversations when nobody who looks like us is in the room. Let me tell and you. And we have to have these conversations like I my look it's part I, of my daily I, life. I don't like to separate <laughs> my, my friends, but I, I don't care what my friends look like. I say what I'm saying here mm -hmm. to the we and I like the comment about the the play. I was one of my friends, you know, she was like, um, oh, so you, I was like, yeah. So I was like, you know, I had to deal with all them white people playing Egyptian. She was like, oh, <laughs> but they used they used to my I'm like straight up like this is the reality. Yeah. And and it's important that we speak it. Wherever we go, where you know, you cannot and if, be afraid to talk just your truth. I mean, again, as right. I mentioned earlier, I'm a black man. I see this world through the eyes of a black person. There's right. no other options for me. When I walk out of my house, I go to the supermarket. I go to Home Depot. There's a certain way I'm perceived. Even when I moved into my neighborhood, I mean, my neighborhood, I love everyone. I, I mean, and they all are cool now. But the the, the first. I think week that I got there, yeah. I'm getting up, going to work at like seven in the morning, and my neighbor across the street just literally comes out on his deck. I'm, I'm sorry, on his on his front lawn, and just puts his hands on his hips and just watches me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, and then he walks down the stairs, comes to the sidewalk, and just sits there and watches me. I'm like, okay, you know, <laughs> my man, you can't say hi. You know, I, I'm not. I mean, you can't say hi. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, like, what was that all about? Like, why would you? Like, you don't understand the effects. That when I see this, how I now put myself in a position like, okay, this guy on some bullshit. Right. You know, and that automatically creates that tension. Last week I went to a barbecue. We had a block party. And uh, again, being the only black guy on my, on my block, it was, uh, this, someone had a playlist. And the, and the music was going, it was great. I was like, this is a great playlist until one song came on. Now, mm -hmm. I'm over here having a conversation with someone. And uh, 
they drop the N-word. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, eh, yeah. I'm not it really feels bi- different you know? when you're in a different... Yeah. And then I said, okay, that's a one-off. I don't really know this song, so I don't know if they're going to continue. Then he said it again. Then he dropped it. I'm like, oh. But then I saw one of the ladies, who's the white, she went up to the... Um, to the um, to the, uh, the the radio DJ. or oh. DJ and well not the, it was just a playlist oh. and she changed the music and then I, I shot her and I'm, I'm like I caught that and the thing is I'm like if you're like I'm the only one that that kind of word would affect and then I asked my uh, the, the guy who was next to me I said I wonder is that how things change for us as black people when a white woman felt there was a need that there was something that was wrong yes e- even though like she didn't even know I was around like I was off. She didn't know I was there, but she somehow felt something's wrong about this. That right. word has a certain sting, a certain to, sting it. to it. Yeah. But this is all white people. Right. Like, but she felt somehow, I got to change this music because I don't want that. So I asked my neighbor, is that the reason you think that things change for us? And then he said, well, I think it's more, uh, and this is a white man. He said, I think it's more for the kids. And I said, hold on, time out. All these are millennials. <laughs> they, they was born like, you know, 2010. Like, they have no emotional connection to that word. Like, in, in retrospect, we us grown people are the only ones that really understand that. But I'm the only one that it really affects. But they do. See, see, even the millennials, they hear it differently when it comes out of a different face. If, they're, if, if they have they, an emotional connection to it. Like, if you call my son a nigga, he's going to look at you like, okay. He don't understand it. If you do. Yeah, but if anyone calls him a nigga, he's not because he, he doesn't know that he that, that word that is not associated with anything historical to him. He hasn't been fed that emotional connection to it. But I believe in genetic memory, and I believe there's a visceral response in your body. And mm-hmm. some people may misunderstand that as um, this thing I'm feeling is mm-hmm. this is kind of similar. Oh, is this the same thing I feel when I hear the f word or something? But it's not. Right. But it's it's not. And um. And that's part of it is not forgetting. That's another reason we don't forget the history, mm-hmm. right? Um, in the Jewish community, their ne- their children are never too young to start learning um, about the ugliest part of, the, of of their history because it's that important that it's not forgotten so that it's not repeated. So let's do this. Uh, most of you guys are aware there's a new movie coming out, at least it's on the table, mm-hmm. and it's about The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. My children, if they see The Little Mermaid, the, new, the remake of it now, mm-hmm. right now there's a big funk about it because The Little Mermaid is obviously going to be a black woman. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, some, some people in white America just losing their fucking mind. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, you whitewash everything, like all superheroes, all the shows, everything's whitewashed. But now mm-hmm. we're going to change... Um, the Little Mermaid to a black a black mermaid, mm. and all of a sudden they just just lo- losing their mind. But if my children see the Little mm. Mermaid for the first time, what do, what do you think their perception is going to be? You think they're going to have a racist attitude when it comes to that? Or they're going to just look at it for the entertainment purposes because they have no connection to the, the white and black dynamic. You um you mean your my children like my, children? my actual children? If they see the Little Mermaid now, they're six and four. Oh no! They well, not not at that age. Um, and, and that's the connection the, I was drawing with the nigger word. Because the word we nigger. won't, we don't. The, be clear, mm-hmm. racist ideology is taught. Um, because children have more access to their own uh, flood of knowledge now mm-hmm. than they ever have because mm-hmm. of the internet and so on. You can't just tell a child anything, and they you know believe it. Yep. They're um, they're exposed to um, people from all over the world. We did not have that exposure. We were only able to see. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Davin James. <laughs> He's part of the problem. He gonna what? come over and say black people don't like water. So how? <laughs> yeah. Like, what does that come well, from? Well, considering our history of being put on a boat. <laughs> no, no, no. no. But how, what, over what, is it, what, is well, it, what does this idea come from that black people don't like water? I will tell you. Uh, there's a historical purpose, though. Uh, when we came to the United States, that was part of making sure that uh, we would have limited ability to escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were not allowed to swim. We were not. Oh, because they was afraid we was gonna swim back to Africa. Swim, not not back to Africa, but away. Swim, <laughs> swimming the, away. The longest so swim is from it Cuba was, to Florida. There were a lot of things that were restricted for Black people. Is that were part of what we did? 
but no longer did as enslaved people here in the United States. They, uh, we were one of the few black people who they took our drum. Like Cuba, they got to keep the drum. Puerto mm -hmm. Rico, you know, the Spanish colonies. The English colonies were some of the most oppressive. See, even that, mm -hmm. right? Well, we, even, even the difference between which white enslaver uh, had who, you know, or black. And, and we forget there was a community of, of black slaveholders in the United States. And that was an economic, again, you know, we, we this goes back to economics mm -hmm. as well. Um, a small proportion, mm -hmm. you know, people say, oh, look, black people enslaved themselves. No, 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 no. They always there's use always, it as a gauge what we can do because right. you do it. Nah, it's so there's, ridiculous. There's always, and it's a, it's a, the triangular trade enslavement is a completely different form of enslavement mm -hmm. than ancient enslavement. And, and there's a lot to that, but, um, but whoever it was, um, it was about limiting access. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so with the, but going back to the swimming, um, that was. Yeah, where did that come from? I love the water. I love swimming. Well, I'm going and to a right now we have, we have a world class, <laughs> we have a world class um, African American. And, and if you saw the movie, what's the movie? Tyree, what's the movie with, um, where they, the swimmers, they were all, Denzel Washington is the coach. Um, oh. Was it the little girl who was a swimmer? No, no, they oh. were all, it was a team. Oh, a team of They swimmers. were in, um, you remember that movie? Guys, yes. what is that movie uh, that Denzel was, well, let me explain it again. He was yeah, a Yeah, he was a, a swim coach. Was he, was it Denzel? No, I'm going to mix him up Maybe. with the Titans. No, it was, Okay. was it? Guys, it was a listen, swimming if, movie. If there's any movie that's swimming, that's involved black swimmers. <laughs> all black Give swimmers. It's a true story. It's based on a true story. But, I, but we're so surprised with a lot of these standard things for black people. Like, right. dude, we like we yeah. like swimming. Like, where does it come from that we don't like getting our hair wet and right. all this BS? Like, dude, but see, the, we have beautiful hair. Yeah. Well, the little comment, the little the little mermaid thing is is gets deep because first of all. Uh, yeah, people do get upset when you change the image of of that of of a of any. You see Noah? Go back to in exactly, exactly. Uh, do you see all these other? I mean, do we do? Does Black America go up in the uproar when they whitewash all right. of us of our heroes? Right. I mean, I'm gonna be white in a thousand years. But that's <laughs> you know, not the common. Black image, they're gonna change this to a white dude. You know? Yes. Like, come on. Like, yes. It's called pride. Yes. The movie's called Pride. Thank you, Pride. Thank yes. you. So yes. And go ahead. Uh, yes. Yeah, so so. That movie is based on a true story. Uh, they had these um, black. Um, they were I, I don't they, I don't even know what, but they told them how to yeah. swim, and they they started taking all kind of um, awards and mm -hmm. so on. Um, so anyway, that that's that. But um, with the white uh, Little Mermaid and the black Little Mermaid, um, there will be a, a group of white people who will be infuriated because all they have is this false belief that their skin is what makes them better. They White may be the poor, poor, who very have poor, the very re poor. Remotely issue with something like that. You must understand your deficiencies. But they're Honestly, not listening. It's a fictional, <laughs> it is a fictional character. When, when you're getting right. upset over a fictional, it's not even a real thing. It's a right. fictional character. So when your culture has whitewashed it. everything, and you're now going to, now we become coons. We start talking about the hair. We can't swim. All because of fictional character. Now, see, me personally, when it comes down to a lot of these movies, I don't support any of them. And this is my advice to anyone who's black. Don't support any of these, these conscious movies that, that um, you know, that Amistad and all that BS. Because it's not, it's Hollywood. They're going to they're, they're chip away at some of the most credible things that's really you informative. You said Amistad. Amistad, the Central Park Five movies. All of those movies are designed, in my opinion, I don't have a monopoly on truth, but in my opinion, they just designed mm. to keep us upset. Nah, uh, I, I don't I, agree. And that's fine, that's fine. But right. how many movies on the Holocaust have, did you see coming you, out every year? No, 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 no. They how many, we've how many had. It's not every year, and neither every are every movie. There's some black movies. conscious movie coming out that's just upsetting. No, but see, you're upset anyway. It, it, but how do you not get upset if you keep being reminded of these things? That that's keep, not it, why. It's not a, an Amistad movie, and I, I personally, I'm very glad the Amistad movie was shown because, but it wasn't, and I've, it wasn't, I've it used it as a teaching tool. It 
It does nothing ever is. Everything Again, is a narrative. It's just sitting but, there to keep you upset because mm, how have you how many how many how many movies on the yeah, Holocaust I, I think have you seen? I've seen plenty. Schindler's Lidge. I mean, there's plenty. But there's, are they coming out? Are they coming out every year? Hollywood. I mean, are they, are they selling out? Where these conscious movies coming out every year? Because I, I would like last, to see them. Because they're not coming the out every year. Holocaust they should movie. come out every year. What and I'm gonna tell you, I wasn't upset. See, see, you gotta, you gotta. Your perspective, I guess, when you watched um, Amistad, maybe it, it elicited um, some anger, right? For me, it, it elicited a lot of confirmation. Number one, well, it showed... for what? You know I, what I, happened. I, no, no, no. Like we no. know we have books. No. Hollywood is not the way See, to get inform information on your history. No, nah, no. Nah. In America? But what it showed is that the African people who they enslaved on that ship, it showed a lot of important information. Who was the director? First, that they were... Who were the directors? That they were... You're taking me off topic, but I have a point to make, and I'm going to make it. And it was... <laughs> yes! That... Yes! Um, Woman power, baby. The, Put this the, man in his place. The, the confirmation was that black people had a history before enslavement. Slavery is not our history. Right, Slavery interrupted our history. I agree. And that movie demonstrates that through that lead character, character Sinke. And it not only did that, it showed our genius. That man, within weeks, learned enough of the English language and connected with a former, a former president of the United States who became the attorney who fought for the case. It also talked about how... After the, uh, the, and in 1808, it was illegal to import black enslaved people from Africa. Mm -hmm. So that's what, when the massive rapes began in the United States. So that leaves, a, that movie actually, if you go back and watch it, it lays a foundation to a lot of information that's fractured. Like the, like the laws that governed enslavement, like the reason why they started taking people from China and and India why a movie, though? to be why a, why movie? a movie because people don't read. They say there's a saying: if you want to hide something from a black man, put it in a book. Okay, and if you so, want to misdirect black people, put it in a movie. But there's there's not there's more truth in that movie than misdirection. It shows but if that, also. If that movie was to be absolute truth, how, do, you think it would, do you think it would sell in Hollywood? If that was absolutely true with no, Amistad, there is no such thing as absolute truth. That's number one. That's very subjective. Number two, um, the what it showed is also when they were sent back, the devastation that took place in the actual continent of Africa because of the removal of their greatest resources, which are which were the people. So that movie, again, anything you see, you're going to have different perspectives. I was watching um, KRS-One. He does these little videos, mm -hmm. and he was talking about how when someone enters a room, they'll see the room completely differently based on their perspective. Mm -hmm. So, like... Um, if you're an electrician and you walk in this room, you're going to see all the electrical stuff going mm -hmm. on. If you're an artist, you're going to see the artistic mm -hmm. stuff. If you're So you watch that movie from your lens. I watched it from mine. And I appreciate Actually, that the movie happened I agree. I, because I, I, I of what I could pull from it. I can take that. But I actually watched it from a very neutral point. I watch all, right. a, a lot of these black movies that try right. to keep us informed or whatnot. I watch yeah. it from a very neutral point because my attitude is because I know the truth. I know the history of it. I know what the real deal is. When I look at these movies, I have to come with a very critical point so, of view. So what were so, the biggest fallacies in that movie, would you say? The, well, the major fallacy is why are you making it into a movie? Why are you making the black struggle into a movie? And it's, it's, it's literally, we have, yeah. the, we have the internet. We, we're living in the information age. You're taking a lot of our struggles, a lot of our that history. That movie was made before the internet. I get it. I get it. But it was, Hollywood has a hold of it, and now they commercialized it. And that, now, now it's something that's more, you know, when you see Amistad, mm. you, you, you automatically went down into the history of it. The that's point right. I'm trying to say is, when I look at the ratio of black movies and our black history, in movies right. in Hollywood, nothing is absolutely yeah. in Hollywood. It's all watered down. But then I look at the Holocaust, which had a very similar kind of um, torturous background. Right. And I'm looking at, okay, when I look at the Central Park Five that just came out. Right. Then I look at 
uh, um, Amistad that you came need out. that information. You gotta get upset. I get it. Right, you but gotta. That's, you, but you, you gotta keep you in mind. Gotta that's the emotion. That's right. Fine. That's the emotion now that's, get past that's, that's it. Taking over. Remember all of black the Sphinx, America. right? Remember the Sphinx had the head of the genius and the body of an animal. We are never going to get past a certain point unless we learn how to master our emotion. So what's the point must, of making it into a movie if it's you, only going to promote anger? That's it doesn't only promote anger. It, it gives the history. If, if Why not teach it in schools then? We are teaching it in schools, and I'm part of the Amistad Commission. There is state legislature that happened 10 years ago that we're still fighting to have enforced. And see, that's the it point. Is, it shouldn't have to be fought for. Well, it shouldn't be it, enforced. Everything has to be fought for. You if think power is handed over ever? And that's the point I'm trying to drive home. These things are just simply systematically designed to just keep black America upset. As long as you can keep that division mm -hmm. between words. When, when, when most people don't, who don't read. If, if you're going right. to get your history from that movie, people who don't read. But you're not going to get, well, it's either if that or nothing. If you're going to get nothing. your history from that movie, people who don't read are going to look at this and say, oh, my God, the white people. Oh, good. Doing All right. Let them be upset for a little while. So yeah, what? But see, that's what? the problem. Be upset. But that's no, the maybe problem. then if you be upset, maybe it'll move you to do something. And yes, because anger is a powerful emotion. If you channel it properly, you who can change the world. Anger properly? When you get up, Gandhi. <laughs> when, when, when you, I do. I channel my. I take my anger when I feel some anger. Hollywood it's is a, it's not, a gauge. It Hollywood lets me know something great, ain't right. I don't think Hollywood is a great uh, it's resource not great, for but it's, it's black what, history. It's what we have, especially and we I, have white directors. Well, that's a whole nother thing. Because it goes talk back, about, can white people yes, understand the frequency of racism? We should be telling our story ourselves. Absolutely, but. Given the alternative of not telling it at all? No, I, no, no, no. I, hey, telling it, but not in the Hollywood sense. Telling it, well, that's, gonna, that's what we do. That's what we go going to see, the movie. And Visualization again, it's is just simply keeping powerful. The, it's keeping the black community it's upset. Not, no, I don't You're agree. You're talking about people who watch watching movies First and get their of history. All, most of the black people in the communities, the ones that are like still in the communities, they're unfortunately not going to see certain movies. Period. They need to. That Central Park movie is a must-see. I don't care how upset you who get. Who is you going to see the Central Park movie? I, who would not very Have many. Have you checked the stats? Black people. Yeah. Oh, that's all. Right. Who going but to see what I'm saying, Black people. Not. Mm, Black people. No. Look at the stats. You, you can go online. I don't, yeah. I don't have the stats, but you can go. All Statistics these are manipulative. Exactly. People don't that's want, the point. Right. But, but they're not so going to manipulate them in the, favor of Black people. If they it really doesn't want to matter. change the, the no, dynamics no, no, no. of it. They don't want, people don't want to see that white people have a level of understanding about what happens to other people in the United States. It's kind of like, uh, someone explained it to me, like being on a baseball team, right? You may not get to play, but you on the bench. Mm -hmm. And that's how, unfortunately, um, many poorer whites have mm. been duped into taking their their uh, racist ideologies out on black people. So it's like, oh, you know, black people get everything. They do, you know, and we're poor and we don't have, you know. And this is <laughs> the chat room is. Yeah, you, okay. just, you know what? Yeah, what they say? This girl told me to go watch Sixteen Shots. It's about Laquan McDonald yeah, in Chicago. Yeah, again. Yeah, and that goes back you to the point. You gotta see it though. You go, gotta I, see I the movie. I don't movies. need to see it. I'm yes, from Chicago. Do. I know you what got, happens that in that movie. Thirteen. That's another movie. Is a must see. Thirteen. I am, I am in it breaks down the 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 difference in it. Like people think our uh, laws are just set in stone, and you know, no. Thirteen really breaks down how. It, it, it said, yeah, enslavement would be would be ending unless you become property of the state. And pro once you're property of the state, I saw it the other day driving off of 46. You, um, the the DOC, the Department of Corrections, the brothers is out there cleaning up the streets. And on what? Who who's getting paid? The companies. So as long as we keep separating uh, poor white and poor black people. The, the the wealthy and middle class and all that other stuff because they don't matter. What, you know, what is everybody's it, what, what poor. What is the last Holocaust movie that's come out in Hollywood that everyone um, is that that's 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 so 
millions of tickets. Has I mean, just broke the box office. When was the last Schindler's List? I think it was. How long ago was that? Not sure. I don't. I don't. I don't study. The point is, like there's that. so many much more black history movies or black events that come out no. in movies. Not at all. We have a the what, most groundbreaking fourteen thousand year history. <laughs> I get, it, I get. It. But I'm talking about the Americanization of it. No. What is the most horrific thing that has happened on this planet when it comes down to races and uh, and, and um, cultures? You're looking at slavery amongst black Dehumanization. people, and then you're looking at the Holocaust when it comes to Jewish people. Those no. are two major okay, events. Okay, that's the wrong. You're wrong just, again. Okay, I'm not. We, it's not genocides. Right. No, genocides genocide are occurring right. that's, that's all the time, well. and that's what the Holocaust is. A genocide. Who's making movies a genocide? Every the the Hotel Rwanda is a genocide exactly. movie. Exactly. You got what was Hotel Rwanda? Who? What do you mean? What, what was I'm it? What I'm saying is all of these movies that are coming out every every yeah. year. Every year one of them comes out. At least every two years. I don't again. Don't call me on the stack. How many but movies come point, out a year? That's a small percentage. It's disproportionate. Nah. To the movies on any other struggle. Nah. And the point I'm trying to drive home is, it's cool. I don't agree. Okay, it's fine. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have a monopoly on truth. Yeah. I'm just saying it from. A, if I'm wrong, right. then I'm willing to be corrected. You so got that I can Bollywood. You this. got a whole. You got a whole continent of mo- the the biggest box office is Bollywood, not even Hollywood, and they ain't never coming out with a movie on the black enslavement. You say one thing so, about, that's anti-Semitic. You your ass would practically get railroaded. Uh, good. But we I need to, we need to take every, note. Every take movie, note. white people don't are allowed to say Don't hate the nigger. player, hate the game. Hate, don't hate the player, hate the game. You don't, if you want it that way for you, then do it, then make sure, first of all, you know your history so that when you step into a room, we're, I tell you this. We're talking to a circle. No, when because we, how do you know no, your history no. if you're going to say the only way to keep information from black people is to put it in the book? So therefore, the people who don't I'm read, not saying they that. go to the I'm Hollywood. Not saying but that. I'm telling you that Hollywood is just simply designed to keep you angry and upset because it's disproportionate with the movies that come out with black history than the movies even that come that out with any other race of history. And it's always something that's just, I mean, come out with a movie that shows us designing the pyramids. Come out with a movie that shows us in power. Come out with these. Come out with those kind of movies that we empower do have black those people and in the same rate, or not better. Those are not the ones people are going to see. That's those are not the ones. Home. But you gotta because understand. When you go see that ups, that, that's very upsetting. Well, I'm, no, it, what it should do is it should trigger something inside of you to go when do your I research. When I see a white person taking a whip and whipping someone who looks like me, if okay. I see them putting so someone we in the bottom of the ship, supposed to forget that. I'm not saying forget it. So but we, it, do we need so to be if, reminded of it yes, every other absolutely, year? Absolutely. Why? If it's, every day. if it's upsetting. Every day. It gives oh, you a different ooh, perception of white people. Today, okay, today, Dry your one, eye. Get a today tissue there's for the not issue. one white person that's responsible and, for racism. And, and, and I mean, for, uh, for slavery. You can't even watch it, and there's people who went through it? Nah. I don't. I can watch it, but what I'm saying is no, it's keeping people it. upset. Remind you. No, no. It should it should keep you motivated. See, what you do. what? To move forward. You don't it need should, a movie to motivate you to move forward. Walk some people do. Door. Some people do. And movies are motivating. Some, okay, some movies if, are, if, can if be motivating. I know when you. I watch that, it makes me more vigilant in what I'm doing and why I'm doing what I'm doing. Because I'm like, never again. Absolutely not. That's what, when I get upset, that's what I do. I don't get upset and then crawl into a little corner somewhere. Now, you're going to upset me. I'm going to do something with that. I'm going to take that energy and I'm going to put it somewhere positive. Because energy is alive. What you do with it is what determines whether or not it was I good or bad energy. I hate this chat I really hate this chat room. No? <laughs> Davin, if I see you again, I'm, I'm telling you right what now, I'm going to hear like the shit out of you, dude. <laughs> Davin is over here just talking. Ivan, that hurts, doesn't it? <laughs> uh-huh. Davin, he's just a moron this morning. <laughs> No, listen, guys. In all things, understand my position on anything is not indefinite. I always, right. I, I, I am always open to being having a more mm-hmm. mature, a mature perspective. When I was 25, I saw life a certain way. Sure. Now that I'm 30, I see something completely different. Right. So when I speak, I mean, when I look at the from this way and I hear your perception, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just no. saying for a certain group, this no. is my perception of it. But with that said, I really wish we can go so much further. You, you got to come back on. Yeah. You got to come. Oh, my gosh. It's so open. I, I, I love this. I loved you here this morning. I love Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I enjoyed I give, it. Yes, I, yes. Give our horns. I like give me talk. some sound effects for Angie Taylor this morning. Thank you. The love, 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 love. Love is love. Man, Milazzo. Man, give her a round of applause, man. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank you for putting me in my place early. I can Thank you all that. for listening. <laughs> Devin. And chatting. Slapping the hell out you, punk. <laughs> ah, is racism real? Is racism real? It's really and, real. And uh, depending on where you're from, 
depending on your neighborhood, depending on you know your how perspective. you perspective. For some people, it can be. For others, <laughs> believe it or not, it's not. You know that. Anyway, so um, wow. Thank you. Wow, I can dig it. Yo, chat room. Thank you guys so much for coming out with us this morning, for hanging out, giving us a, your um, your perspective on things, helping us out. Um, as you can see, when you have a definite position, it can be more damaging to a conversation than anything. You must always be open to be mature about things. Again, right or wrong does not interest me. Having an understanding. Yes. Okay, we got to talk more about this because I definitely want to pick your brain. I, I love a, I love an a, a intelligent, mature brain. There's nothing mm. like an intelligent, mature brain. And I love it. I, I love you, Angie. You are just so, so awesome. Guys, this Thursday, 8 to 10 p.m., we are back on air, guys. We are talking about, yes, some more interesting, yet controversial, yet informative, yet educational topics, all right? I'm not really certain exactly what it's going to be. It'll come to me soon, but you'll get definitely here tomorrow. I have to make sure that it's going to be, you know, something that's worth listening to for two hours, all right? Listen, um, in all cases, live your life, you know, be respectful. Sometimes you just don't need extra things on the outside to give you a different dynamic on how things work. Just live your life as a civil individual. You know, for you guys who are, you know, white and you want to be racist, check that shit, man. For you guys who are black and you want to be man, listen, check all that. This community cannot thrive moving forward if we're going to keep on blaming each other for certain things simply because of our skin color. None of us have control over it. If my son could have told me before he got it he wanted to be another color, <laughs> Maybe I would have considered it, but it's not his fault. He's born into a world that he just has to be able to navigate and, and, and live. But, you know, in all cases, teach your children, both white and black, teach them to be civil. They're to beautiful. Be respectful <laughs> of all things, to be respectful. All right? In all cases, listen, we love you. Until next time, same black time, same black place. <laughs> The Black Image, man. We love you. And we out of here. Oh, it's the Black Image. Thank you. Chat room. Yes. Yeah.